Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Another Idea, we've got what I can only describe as a roller coaster of an episode for you lot. So much so don't even know where or how to start with this introduction. So I'm just going to suggest you pull up a chair, get comfy, make a brew and settle down, just switch off to the world for an hour and let Ryan and Lee share a little story or two. Let's go team. Check, 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 check. One, two, one, two, here we go. (laughs) Welcome back people. Another idea? Let's go straight in. A podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs. Just want to level up their business. Capel, are you all right? I am very good, thank you. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, always excited, mate. Yeah, there's, but there's stuff going on, isn't there? Yeah, lately we've been having incredible guests, and and today is definitely one of those. No different. But yeah, I'm We've excited because got... you're sleeping over tonight, aren't you? Oh, have you got my bed Sleep. ready? No, I haven't yet. No, no, but I, I will. I will sort it. I will Took sort a turn it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing a bit of a recording, aren't we, tomorrow for yes, how to add a podcast to your brand. So we are trying to maximise time as much as possible. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, get some yeah. educational stuff moving yeah. so that people can kind of um, you know, learn from what we've done, I suppose. The things the we idea, do for our audience, eh? Yeah. The I things know. we do. So, so yeah, if you are listening for the first time, welcome. And if you're not, welcome Where have again. Where you been? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> And yeah, we always appreciate people liking and sharing and subscribing. So please do we wouldn't all be the here things. We wouldn't be here if they didn't. Exactly. It's, exactly. Just a, it's a huge way to help us grow. And yeah. if people like it and they enjoy what we're doing here, you've got to just shout about it. Exactly. That. That's the very least you can do. Exactly but that. today's guests, I've got previous with them. Yeah. We've got double trouble in the house. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are double trouble. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking forward to really pushing the boundaries here. You know, I, talk, I said about Igor sleeping over Romana. I can imagine you two have a very similar relationship as well. Uh, yeah. Like, well, like, we know yeah. you from five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. wedding. Um, you probably don't remember much of my wedding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, life's a little bit different now. Definitely. What, what do you remember? Because you do many weddings. Do you remember anything at all? Do I remember? Um, I remember, it, I remember the weather. 
Yeah. Like I can just, I can distinctively remember like that, those like clouds rolling over the hills of Siena. Well, everyone thinks but it didn't, it didn't rain. Really. So you got a shot of me when we were doing like the pre yeah, 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 service yeah. thingy with yeah. the, the lightning in the background. And no matter who I show that photo to, yeah. they think it's fake. Yeah, yeah. no one believes I'm that. Like, no. no way did that happen. I'm, like, no. I'm telling you now. Well, that it came straight away, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's total fluke. Yeah. It's a total it's... fluke, but yeah, it's, it did happen, didn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, no, I remember the weather. I remember it like looking really grey and moody, but like in a stunning way. Yeah. Like, well, the ceremony uh, outside was just beautiful, wasn't it? I mean, a big reason for us going to Italy was, uh, well, we were trying to guarantee the weather. Yeah. You've never seen angrier clouds. The irony, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it was great. And, you know, from, from my perspective, we were really keen to get a photographer and musicians who would literally just embed in the group and, and yeah, yeah. be basically like well, a we guest. Went for a, we went for a great hike the day before, didn't we? We did, Over yeah. Over to one of the little towns. Yeah. Remember that? Um, um, so, yeah, no, you... I remember were... it more than Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember all of it. I just didn't go to sleep. That was all. <laughs> yeah, Lee had the biggest limoncello bill they've ever had on site. My, my, so, I was in a room on my own and everyone else was in twos and threes. My, apart from, obviously, Ryan and Pages because they were paying for the wedding, mine was the biggest bill. For alcohol, <laughs> like I'd, it was, it was ridiculous. But I literally didn't stop for three days. But yeah, life's very, very different. You had a, now. you had a good time, though, didn't you? Oh, you belting it. time. You did. I did. Amazing time. <laughs> I remember. So with, with the musicians, they arrived on the Friday night, and uh, they'd cut. So we were out for having a meal. Sam was sat with with me and Paige, and Lee was on a table with with a few others. And the musicians come and sat right next to Lee, and I was like. This could end terribly <laughs> <It's laughs> straight away, um, and I could see him after like half an hour. He's buying him shots. He's giving him this, that, and the other. And I was like, they're going to be absolutely rotten in the morning. They got to perform tomorrow. You weren't picking up his tab, were you? No, I wasn't. No, um, and uh, I remember I, I rang him in the morning, and I was like, "What time were you up to, the musicians?" And he, they didn't go to bed till like six a.m. And, and Matt and Donalu were the musicians looked dreadful in the morning they looked so hungover and i was like oh my god are they going to be able to perform it but they really- still looks yeah. outrageous to be fair <laughs> musicians um, have a they've got it in their locker though aren't they to, yeah to do that it's a it's a bit of a lifestyle isn't it yeah, yeah i'm sure it's not the same with photography you know? yeah definitely no, i can't imagine i can't imagine going and shooting a wedding up with a, a raging hangover yeah. it's not a, not a good place to be no. Um, before we like to sort of get into today's sort of chat, I suppose let's just just give everybody a bit of a background as to to who you are and what you guys do. Yeah. Um, when I ask that question, I'm like, this could go on for about half an hour because when we we got your form back, it's like, what don't you do at the moment? There's there's a lot of. But just yeah. give us give us a rundown. Just just. So I, I, I'm I'm I come from a television background, so I work in TV sport, um, make all your fancy montages that you see on BBC Sport um, for Wimbledon, the World Cup match of the day football focus um so i'm a tv producer but over the last so from 2019 um myself and lee we've been you know friends for 20 odd years and uh 2019 we were snowballing ideas on what we wanted to do work together it worked together wise um and then lockdown coming it kind of accelerated what we were doing what we were planning on doing um which is uh, building an app uh, for creatives, for uh, content creators, for service providers. So we ended up building a an app called Classified, which we can 
delve into. Yeah, I'm not going yeah, to go straight we, we from the back. We had a chat, didn't we, at the time? We I did. Think things um, were, things and then, and then more recently, um, another string to our bow is we've we've uh, gone down a, a clothing brand, uh, which has been you know tough but really really rewarding, and and, and we've had a, a great start. So we'll dive into that as well. But, Amazing. Yeah, the for me the last ten years have been personal training in Cheshire. Um, I got quite a good name for myself pretty much straight away and was kind of covering 60 sessions a week with people still wanting to train. So I was doing like 13, 14 sessions a day, not really having any time off. Training footballers, prem players, the wives, actors, high-end businessmen, taking women through pregnancy, uh, post-pregnancy. It was been, been doing really well with it over the last 10 years. Um, and... I've I basically had to retire from football early at 25 for a back problem and over the last few years it's gone to another level where I've been really really struggling with it and I've kind of wanted to step away from personal training still have it there but kind of concentrate on other stuff mm. a couple of hours in the morning a couple of people move on to the next thing so the last three years for me have just been have been madness really with COVID landing gyms closing me and Ryan then setting the classified app up like he just said that getting to launch that doing really well and then starting the clothing brand two years ago as well working at that's something that i never thought would be as difficult especially with what we've actually done with it how premium we've gone and yeah um i think that i think that about a lot of businesses though isn't it it's like until you actually start doing it yeah it just opens up a whole new Mm. world doesn't it oh you did i mean i found just doing like youtube stuff i've got like this just newfound respect for anybody that's just a youtube natural absolutely because it's like a real yeah yeah bloody hard yeah there's so many things that you don't see it's easy having an idea so an idea is great but if you don't act on that and you don't actually make the steps to make it an actual thing that is where 90% of people fall down. They have this great idea, but they don't take the steps in order to bring that to reality. Yeah. And it um, takes a lot. You've got to give a lot up to do it. And that's what I've stuck by saying the last three years, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. And uh, it, that couldn't be more true because you get to a point where you're six months in, you're eight months in, you're 10 months in, you've not got anything back yet. You're still quite a way off. So many people would just go, it's not for me, it's not for me. It takes a certain type of person to push and push and push yeah. and push and then get to launch and then your ideas reality and then it comes even harder then to sustain yeah. what you're doing to take it to the next level if something doesn't work the amount of people that just go up oh, i have yeah. no time for this anymore yeah. so it takes yeah. it takes a certain person to push push and push and this is my third startup in in three years with the app with concierge business and with the clothing brand so it's been a it's been a bit of a funny funny three years yeah. i've given up a I've given up a hell of, hell of a lot for it. Um, it's a startup addict. Yeah. 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 Can't get enough of it. What do you guys don't yeah. do? Yeah. What have you started at? <laughs> yeah, no, it, I, I love that side of life and I yeah. do have ideas. Um, I've not got, I mean, the, 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 the reason me and Ryan work so well, well is that he's he's pretty much <clears> the brains <throat> behind them where he can he can take a product and, and map out how it needs to be done properly. I've got a great contact list and a great work ethic and it just, and it works. And the things I can do business wise, go and sit in a room and sell the, the product or whatever to 500 people is his worst nightmare. Mm. But the other way around, I yeah. physically can't do what he does because he's the, he's the clever one and 
Obviously, I'm the good-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that, you. He does that, this that every single time. Of course, I could go see that. Saying, I saw that coming about a yeah. before yeah. he started. He was, yeah. was practicing that on the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes without saying, obviously, but I just like to get it in there still. But yeah, no, I love, and, I, and I've got that. I was brought up with this determination of, you, you know, you, you, you do crack on with, with things and you don't just give up. Yeah. But with the way my brain works, I could have five ideas all going on at once. Like mm. I've got this <laughs> this weird brain instead of just going, let's concentrate on one thing for two years. And then I've not I've, halfway through that, I've got two more ideas, which I need to start them then. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the way my overactive brain works. Yeah. But I think that's, I've got, oh, sorry, go on. But I've got that in me to not give up. The amount of times we could have given up on classified, the amount of times the clothing. You hear brand, it so often in business, don't you? Like the, yeah. the amount of, successful businesses that look back on their journey and go god there was points there that almost broke almost broke us thank yeah. god we stuck it out and oh it's but that is, well, that is why su- successful businesses exist because they they go through these stages that everyone goes through mm. of you know if referring to the app you fail in so many areas but those failures become your biggest learning curves and then you take things that work extremely well and you really hone in on them but um, you would, you know, if you, if you didn't go through this process, you would never find out that these things don't work and these things do work. Mm. And then as a result of that, it puts you on a different path. And that's what we've found over the last few years is that your idea at the start never ends up being the the idea at yeah. the end. It, it evolves. It, it grows a life of its yeah, own. The time um, frame as well. The time frame ideas you have. You're like, we can have that done by then, by then, by then. Like if any young entrepreneur was to come to yeah. us now and go we're thinking of doing this business we've got this amount of money and we think it's going to take that long we'd be like times that by three everyone's times... instant success don't yeah. they yeah it's just the age we it's like, age like, it's we like having a podcast so you know to, to monetize a podcast and to create a, a yeah, really please tell us how we do that <laughs> <laughs> well it's 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 difficult but you know if you were to look on uh, TikTok and you see these how to monetize a podcast get sponsors and it, mm. it it sounds simplistic on the face of it but when you actually get down to doing it and you are recording you're editing you you know you make you're making it look as fancy as possible you're putting it on all your platforms and then you know your core audiences watch it but then how do you get outside of that well you need marketing or you need you know people to share it constantly um, and and these are the things that you just learn as you go. Um, and that's where I think a lot of people just fall short and give up because they go, oh, I weren't expecting this. I weren't expecting this uh, this part to fail. They go into panic mode and they go, well, this feels a bit too much like hard work now. Yeah. Um, so rather than you know ad- adapting and evolving and moving forward, they go, I'm out. Well, there's an element of trauma about it, isn't there? Yeah. And like people don't like trauma. No. No. You know, you do have to really accept that. Yeah, as part of that as part of the process. And your your vision can be like what you visioned at the start as well. You you know some people can get married to that vision, and then when it doesn't materialize how you expect it, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but you're then like, oh my god, it's not going how how yeah. I planned. Abort, abort, and and that. You've got is- to be adaptable, really. You've got to be able to go with the ebbs and flows in order to make it work because yeah. people don't, you know, they don't often share those failures. So I suppose you're then in a, in a, a space of seeing people claiming to be successful and internally you're going shit. Mm. Yeah. This is, this isn't working. 
Yeah. Oh, but they're making it all. Everyone else is working. Everyone else is doing really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and it's it like with it, it's like the it. whole someone looking at multi-millionaire and he's you know he's got his his Lamborghini, he's got his Bentley, he's in a five million pound house, and that for someone who's never really set up a business or they've kind of just that's my job, I go and do that and stuff, and they, they're never really interested in delving outside of that. They look at him and they're like, he's so lucky, like he's got all that. Okay, now there's no there's no luck in that. No. Like we now know what all my clients with with big money, big beautiful houses, I know what they've gone through to get that. Literally, what yeah. they've gone through, and there's no there's. Well, you you only have to look at even like the world that you've worked in, in like what, dealing with footballers. Like they don't, they don't just, they're not just lucky. No, the, the work and the effort that has to go oh, into yeah. them to get to even an age where you can be considered by mm-hmm. a relatively top level club. Yeah, it's just you've given up your almost your childhood and yeah, your, your, your youth and teenage years, haven't you? And you do, you, you do, you you end up being quite a few years behind on all the or what we class as the normal stuff. Yeah, um, because you do, you do, you you're in the house seven days a week and you're not going out doing this and that and yeah there's there's an element there's of luck when discipline it, yeah 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 exactly and the football, footballers are in the the, the less than one percent yeah of everyone who you know me and you class each other as, as good footballers it played at decent levels but you know there's a there's a there's a, a stark contrast yeah. in in that to like which so for an example is um i used to run the bbc sport football team for a while and you know there were some good players and stuff who'd played at semi-professional level but then we had kevin kilban come down one game he's a <laughs> he's an ex-everton uh footballer he's now now retired but he come down and and you know had a game with us and stuff and the level he's not a marquee signing is uh, he uh, he's you know, not well still. he was for us yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you know the difference in just like fizzing the ball into him and it being immediately dead and he's playing first time passes and stuff yeah. and that's just you know he's he, he's dedicated his life to to that art and you can I think you could learn a lot from footballers because they you know they've, they've gone all in and it, and for a lot of them who you know at 16 18 are, are told hmm you know, you're good, yeah. but you're not quite good enough. And Lee was obviously in that boat um, and, and had injury problems as well, which doubled down on that. You know, you then they then go into panic mode and go, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Lee can explain that more than anyone because, uh, you know... Does he that build to... like a resilience? Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, funnily enough, I mean, I've just turned 39 and it's still the fact I don't play football no more is is on my mind obviously with with the injuries I sustained early on meant I had to retire so early but being so close and then being a million miles away from it is it is hard work on yeah. the mm. on your on your head massively like it, a day don't I still get upset over it still get upset over it that I can't go and ping a ball about or I'll never play in front of 10,000 on a Saturday it's it's still heartbreaking all those years on so you you do it and it's all down to I massively think it's all down to how you've been brought up to to get on with things. I really do, and that that got that comes into the way I was brought up comes into every part of my life, whether it's building a business and then the business fails and you go again, or you just. I've got friends that go openly two months ago just before the football. I was having a chat with my mate in Costa before the football. We were going watching, and he said I couldn't do what you do. He said I'd have to know that. £2,000 is coming in on the first of every month, no matter what he's doing. And that made me realise then that you are in a very small minority who would give up um, the life 
that the past 12 months of what I personally have given up for the clothing brand is is enormous. Um, it's 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 massive, and people just wouldn't do that. So that's what I was going back to earlier with the look. Like if if let's say for instance the class brand became a massive worldwide clothing brand over the next six months, which you it will, which it, yeah, yeah, which, which it will get there. Um, you were lucky with that tracksuit you designed. No one knows the yeah. giving up alcohol for thirteen months. No one knows moving back in with your sister because you 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 couldn't take on more PT clients because you was working on the clothing yeah. brand. Like no one knows all that side of things. It's just you were lucky. Like people liked that tracksuit. Yeah. Like you have no idea what the eighteen month to two years looked like to get to that point. Yeah. Um. And that's that's what I'm. Oh, we that's what we see it. I, I see, I've seen it. I can see it. Yeah. Like I I think um when we asked you about all the things that you've done, like one big thing for me over the watching both of you over the last sort of three, four years is just like how inspiring it is to see you guys just going and trying different things. It's kind of made me go, I'm just going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing here. I'm going to keep, I'm not just going to stay in my lane as a wedding photographer. Like yeah. I love that. It's my core product, but actually there are other things that I want to go and explore. Yeah. And, and it is, it's massively inspiring. So oh, yeah, there will be some hear. people that think it's lucky, but there's yeah. also a lot of people that yeah. will see it and go, Good on you, Matt. Yeah, that's great. and that's what uh, I think. Kind of a downfall of social media can can bring is, you know, particularly Instagram is you do post your highlights. We all do it, you know, <clears throat> and and you know if you do post any any frailties or flaws, it can almost have a a, 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 a the opposite effect yeah, of a negative attention seeking yeah. or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just you know social media when we're you know, going through our, when we're trying to sell our brand and sell our app or sell our, you know, whatever, whatever it is we're doing, you only see the end product, but you don't see that like, you don't see that struggle that, that it takes just to get to the start, starting line. I'd love to do a presentation on that. Like if, when the class brand becomes what I know it will be, <laughs> I would love to do a presentation that's, on that's, what yeah. that took and people would be, that's they, business a lot of people get, would be gobsmacked. Yeah. For, for speaking to, uh, for talks and conferences. People would be gobsmacked. The, the, even us, the idea when at the start, I was like, right, we, we'll do this and we'll only need that. Yeah. And in three months we'll have that, so on and so on. What's What's been the big surprise? On, on just whilst we're on the class band, what's what how long how long it's taken yeah how long it's taken but i think where where we've done things are very different we've the design was very very a very fitted certain so instead of taking it getting a tracksuit that you love and taking it to the tailor can you bring it up there can you bring it in there can you cut it just above the ankle just on the wrist above where your watch would sit we had all that done. design decisions mm. yeah were so really precise yeah exactly so we've kind of recreated a small, medium, large and extra large tracksuit. But then when everyone puts that on, they can see all these little details and they, that's why they're so obsessed with the fit and the material. That added so much time onto it. Mm. So much time. Off the peg. I think as well, because we went down the premium line, you know, you can't fake premium. So you have to get the premium material. You have to find a manufacturer who can make this product quality. Um you know, and we probably could have done things easier. We could have, you know, bought X amount of t-shirts, blank t-shirts from a, an overseas uh, manufacturer. Through the loom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> get them over, print our logo on, sell them. Could have done it that way. 
but that's just not we don't it's not us we 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 wanted to go down the premium route because that was what we were passionate about we wanted clothes that were sustainable we wanted clothes that were going to be made so that you're not just going to wear it once and then never wear it again because that is you know that has unethical issues as well it's why fast fashion is falling through the floor at the minute because there's, there's a wear it once mentality you buy this 10 pound dress or t-shirt and whatnot you wait once it, it, it you know apart. it's falling apart mm. and it goes in the bin it's just then it's waste um whereas we wanted a, a, a premium product where you could not just wear it on a flight to here there and it's comfy you can wear it going out for dinner you can wear it you know taking your kids to the park and it, and it looks looks great feels great um so yeah in, in our like we always do we we maybe have maybe have over over complicated in in many aspects but we've learned along the way that we're making a premium product this little thing didn't work this thing does let's go with the thing that does let's press on with that let's evolve that and then that doesn't work so we get rid of that and that's just through trial and error even little things like the so we designed the logo wanted to go for like a beautiful rubber logo we wanted the writing in rubber as well so it stood up we didn't just want it printed so the logo arrived we was like oh my god we love it we then ordered 500 of the size large 500 of the size small logos boom get them shipped in pay for them and then it gets attached to the tracksuit and then we're like i don't like how it kind of flicks up slightly at the end <laughs> like it just didn't sit like totally plush so from then we had to go and order another 500 large mm. another 500 small we had to wait another 12 weeks for those to arrive because it had the heat seal on so all of a sudden then you've added you've just added 12 weeks on there just in logos mm. and then you sat with over here now we've got a thousand logos that we're not would never use them even on the caps that we're having made at the moment, the sample cap, that's we've made sure that's still the heat seal as well as the stitching. So you, all of a sudden there, you've had a 12 week on just because of the logos, let alone the power meshing in the cuffs and sampling the power meshing, the elastic, and then having it cut this way, having it cut that way. And that didn't work. That zip didn't look right. Wait for the zip to come back in from Italy. That material didn't sit right. That didn't wash right. And it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. So anyone who anyone who has gone down that premium line and they've done so well, take me out of two one. Cause yeah. I know what, I know, you what, know what goes into it. I know what they've done to dead, get there. Lucky though, eh? Yeah, but, oh, but <laughs> so lucky. Yeah. So lucky. Super lucky. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> but yeah, look. it's, um, but it is enjoyable like this, like, like I say, this is the second product with uh, second ID we've brought to life in the last few years. And, and uh, we do we do have a buzz about it, and we've both got the same work ethic. We're best mates of twenty years, and you know we we know what works with each other, and it's and it, and it is exciting. Like I'm already thinking, I wonder what the next thing for me and him could be. Yeah, another idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah, another. I've got I've got one. I've got yeah. the next idea ready to go. I actually did sort of three or four years ago. I'm not going to go into it. It's going to be a long session. I'm not going to go into it, but I've got the next one's ready to go. Yeah, it's something I did three or four years ago and then parked it. Um, But yeah, there's all the, when you've got that in you. That's an interesting point though, isn't it? Like I often, I've I've found that over the years that sometimes those ideas that do come to you, like sometimes you can put it on the shelf. Mm. Yeah. You don't have to act like, I know, I remember there's a book isn't there by Elizabeth Gilbert I think it's called Big Magic about yeah, how like, yeah. ideas come to you and, and you have to act on them because if you don't 
they move on and somebody yeah. else takes them. And I kind of, I do, I do hear that. But then there are times when you're like, actually, you just sometimes you're just not in the place to start that project. Yeah, definitely. And you're and not, just... and you're not reinventing something a lot of the time. Like right. we've not just like it's not all of a sudden. Oh my god, they've made a tracksuit. No yeah, one's yeah, done that yeah. for years. Mm. Yeah. It's been done every day. Every I can't other believe day. you're not both here wearing the tracksuit. To be honest, I'm a bit, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> it it, 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 it would have looked ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> both sat here in the. We've only got one product to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back on the side, yeah. Yeah. in an, in an A board yeah. behind we, us. We like, we, we like our marketing, but I think that would have been overkill as both sat here in the tracksuit. Yeah, but yeah, no, it is. It's it is exciting, and I do love that that side of it. But people like. People just don't realise what goes into it. Yeah. I think. You know, we have because um, we, we know what each other brings to the table, and we know our work ethic is outrageous. Like we do, we don't stop. I'll ring him at eleven o'clock at night and go, "We need to do this," um, which could, could, you know, in many sense, could be quite unhealthy. But that's just the way we like to work. But what we found whenever we've been working with contributors um, or third parties is having that expectation that well, we're doing this. Yeah. Why aren't you? You don't get and, that. And you, it's just, it is a, it it's is a behavior. Different. It's a behavior that you're never going to be satisfied with. Yeah. Um, you know, and we, we, we're the type of people that when something's going wrong or something needs doing, it is, it is done like straight yeah. away. Whereas Fixes. when, when, yeah. Yeah. Whereas problem solvers, like, okay, we've got this massive issue. How do we, how do we overcome it? And then you have contributors who are not like that. Or they, you know, they are being paid by the clock. Um, so you know, the, the best case scenario, the best example I can use is the is is using a third party tech company. You know, they work certain hours a day. They have other other clients, clock and you're in, like, yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't working. You, you know, it needs to be now. We understand it's going to be a cost, but please get it done. And then you're on other person's you're on another person's timescale and stuff, and it just is for us. It's really really difficult to find those people who have the same uh, belief and work ethic as me and him. Even closer to home, bringing somebody in as a shareholder. Yeah, yeah. If you do this, it's nothing like what where you are with it. And uh, I would drill that into anybody who, if someone came to me and was like, look, I've got this business, they've got a percent and I can't, mm. I can't get hold of them for days at a time. I'd be like, you're going to get that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd tell them that before it even it's started. It's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's a blessing in the sense of, like, you know, you're trying to instill a, a level of quality and, mm-hmm. and you know, work ethic into other people. But yeah. it's a curse that also you, you kind of, we've talked about it before on the podcast with other people, like sometimes you have to let go of those, yeah. Yeah. that you can't put those expectations onto other people because they just don't operate like that. No, And no. it's not to say that, like, the that we, ex- we, we demand a non-favourable work-life balance. That's not the case at all. Yeah, you we just have... expect them to work 24-7. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you should have a great work-life balance. Yes. You know, it's very important. Um, and I'm a big advocate of having a great work-life balance. However, when it is work time, the output has to be as as relentless and as productive as what what we're doing. Otherwise, it's, it's not going to work. And that's what we found when we, we have brought in people and we've toyed with the idea of giving them shares for, um, you know, their, their skill set. And then when we then think, oh, you know, are they are they prepared to go as as deep as yeah. what we are? And the answer is no. The bottom line, they they never are, and no one's going to care about your business more than than you. Than you do, mm. yeah, yeah, definitely. 
that's a massive learning curve that so the expectation you have to let that go yeah you have to still be at them they need to do the work especially if they've signed documents and they're a shareholder or they're taking money or whatever you but the actual expectation of someone caring and putting in the graft and doing things when they need doing it's it just doesn't happen yeah doesn't happen and it's a that's one of the most frustrating especially when you're at the level where we are with how hard we work with it mm. um he's rang me before now and i've pulled up like pulled into services to send an email because it needed to be done where other people would go i'll do that later and they get home and they have a shower and they have tea and then the next day you go have you done that and you go oh, i'm just nipping out i'll do it after and then 24 hours has gone past where with Too us late. it would have been done there yeah. and then yeah so yeah it's a you do have to drill that into yourself that is people aren't going to care as much as you do and not a lot of people have the same work ethic yeah where do you think that drive comes from because I can see it already, just you guys talking, it, you very much bat towards each other, a bit here, a bit there, and you very much encourage each other, but where does it come for from? Me, for me personally, um, you know, grew up on a council estate in Manchester. My mum and dad had two jobs each. Um, they're from an era completely different to this era where they just got on with it and they made ends meet, you know, and, until they'd do whatever they had to do. If my dad go and had to do 21 hour shift, he would go and do that and there'd be food on the table. And I think, like I said to you earlier on, I think a lot of it comes from from your, your parents. It definitely mm. does with me. And I've saw that from an early age and um, and it stayed it stayed with me. It's totally stayed with me from what from what they were like. Mm. And that, I, work, that work ethic has, has, is still still with me now and I still see it with with what's really clear like now it's really, you yeah. know, it's really yeah. clear isn't it it's mine's really a bit clear. different mine is um so i it's always been me and my mum my dad left early doors mm. um and then you know my, my stepdad come in um he wasn't really hands-on um and i've always been i've always my granddad's kind of my hero he's no longer with us but um my granddad's was always my hero and he was just relentless and ruthless mm. um you know, when we used to, he used to go and watch Man City every weekend. I'm a United fan, but he'd like drag me along anyway. Um, and I, I found it weird that every pub would go in, everyone would always come over and shake his hand and offer him a beer. And, and then they'd come and treat me like a little king. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I later learned that my granddad was a bit of a rumman. Um, he was a bit like, <laughs> a, bit, a bit rough around the edges. But, um, but like he treated me like his son, and I—he was like my dad. He was everything to me. Um, but because when, you know, when you get to an adult, and you know your grandparents become a little bit more distant and stuff, I've always been quite—I've been the go-to in my family for any problems. So my brother will come to me, or my mum will come to me. Um, so I've kind of been a, a leader within my family from a. From quite a young age, I've had to be, and every apart from my granddad, every leading male has always let me down. So I've found resilience in, you know, being quite ruthless and 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 you know making decisions and looking after people. And I'm because in some ways you kind of had to. Yeah, and I I one thing that I I say this to you quite often, don't I? I take on so much shit from other people. Like I, if someone's struggling. I can't let it go. I go, right, talk to me. What is it? Unload on me. Like, I'll listen. I'll you know, provide some form of, like, advice as well as I can. But I take on 
a lot. And I must have one of them faces where people put, <laughs> people just come up to me and like we get talking and all of a sudden they're telling me about the drinking problems, they're telling me about the their issues in life, and I'm like, Jesus. It's a big yeah. cuddly bear, mate. I know, that's it. Um so yeah, I've I found that I've got I've I've generated like kind of leadership skills. Are you okay? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's you know, why. That's why. Share I'm it to the group. Yeah. In fact, no, no, <laughs> don't share it to the group. If you two have got any problems, now's your time. <laughs> Dear Deirdre will sort it out. Every nah, that's why my wife's amazing because she is like she knows when there's something wrong with me, and she's like, "What's up? Let's talk." Um, and you know that's that's why we've got such a tremendous yeah, relationship because she's my she's my soundboard. Um, <clears throat> and I'm everybody else's, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I have Lee as well, obviously. Um, so yeah, I've just built up resilience through that. I've had to stand on my own two feet, um, and I just got a, a bit of a ruthless streak in yeah. me where I just have zero tolerance to excuses um, within reason. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know each other for a long time, as you said, but how did you meet and how did this sort of like relationship develop to where it is today? So we had like a love story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it is a love story. Once upon a time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we had a mutual friend um, who I work with and and, uh, Lee was friends with. Um, So we ended up on a night out um, again, 20 20 odd years ago now. Um, No, it wouldn't have been 20 years. So that would have been fifteen, about eighteen years ago, um, and uh, yeah, we just, we just, you know, we were into the same things. I think our our relationship has evolved as well because if you look at us between eighteen and twenty eight, nightmares, like would go out every weekend, would you know do the things that young people do, but to the extremes. So, um, and it must just be the personalities we've got. Like we go out on a Friday night, you couldn't go in at 3 a.m. We'd be getting in at 7 a.m. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a really bad habit when we look back at it, isn't mm. it? But it, 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 like, that was just the way we were. We'd go on holidays together. Um, you know, we'd always ring each other up. I think since about 2012, the, there's not been many days that go by where we haven't spoke. No, it's seven days a week, 100%. Seven Numerous days a times week. a day. Paige will go... <laughs> Is he ringing again? What's he ringing for? Don't put it all on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all eleven at night. What's yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just the way, this is the way we've we've been in it. We yeah. we we just like look out for each other. We're really close to each other's families, um, and you know, ultimately, when you look at who you want to go into business with, often you're advised don't get into business with your friends because it can end badly. And mm. when we would start in the app. Our shareholders would say that, and we'd get really defensive um, where they'd go. You will. You might end up arguing about money, and we're like, "That won't happen." Yeah. Like, I'd rather walk away and lose the money than lose the friendship. Hmm. And it would just never ever come to that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're just heavily invested in each other's lives, and um, you know, if we can create something successful, who better to do that than with, with your friend? You know, you've gone on this journey together, you've struggled together. And then you get to reap the rewards at the end of it. That's a it's always been a very, feeling. 
it's always been a very much with us when you talk about what would you do if you won this, if you won mm. that. It's always been a very much if I win, we win and vice versa. So it's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's always been that mentality. Yeah. If I win 10 grand, I've not won 10 grand, we've won five grand each. It's always been like that kind of mentality. And I think you need that in business. Yeah, You need, there's, there's so much that works in business and we just tick every single box going on that. Yeah, Literally every single box. I said to, to him on the way down, obviously Ryan's still at the BBC doing really well. I'm still doing the couple of hours of PT and then I've got the other things going on and we've got the clothing brand together and you know, Ryan's been still working the background in the app to to see where we're up to with all that. And on the way down I was like, How long do you reckon it'll be until we are full time every single day like yeah. you know? Mm. Um and but that because that's what that's what the ultimate goal is. Yeah. And who yeah. better to go and do all that with you? Your best mate, someone who you trust and care about, and not only that, you work together. We're not the same person when it comes to work. Yeah. And 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 you know we've taken in investment in in certain areas, certain businesses that we've done, but we've never took a wage because we've always put the product first. So within the app, you know again we were working flat out all in our spare time to get that to where it needed to be same with the clothing now you know we'll take a few expenses from from stuff but right now we're at a point where drop one's happened it's gone really well but all that money needs to go into product we do we do not take wages so you know that is that is where we continually are until we're at a point where we can you know pay ourselves favorable wages because it also has to match you know what what we're earning right now yeah, yeah. yeah. that comes down to like believing in the long-term plan doesn't it the goal of course yeah and yeah. we're yeah. we're fully long-term that's another thing that i feel um where people fall short when they're, when they're trying to get an idea off the ground or trying to trying to you know create something and bring it to life is that if you've just got a very short-term goal and you don't have that you know, where will this, where, what does this look like in three years? Or what does it look like in five? You know, it, it, you don't have to be specific, but you have to have that goal because you have to have a, any successful business needs longevity. And if you're just getting from point to point and you don't really know where you're going from there, you know, that that is hugely problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, because you were doing something that it's not easy it's it's darn hard work you kind of have to you have to have that sort of like end goal that you can see yeah we can do this Mm. we can do it yeah Yeah. together really because yeah it is it is darn hard really and and we keep mentioning the app we probably should explain to dive into each particular yeah so so the app stemmed from um it kind of accelerated when when lockdown happened so you know overnight you had personal trainers, yoga instructors, public speakers, um, motivational coaches, therapists, whose 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 roles were one to one or one to many, face to face. That completely went, and then overnight, the whole you know, in order for Lee to earn a wage, it all of a sudden had to be digital. So it accelerated the digital uh, market, and we were already tr- you know snowballing ideas on how to make an app and then when that happened it was like right it's now become a little bit crystal clear on what what it is we want to do so what we wanted to do with it with our app is we wanted to create a, a central app 
that allowed content creators to set up a profile um, that's that's dead simplistic, and they can set up a price, a subscription, they can they can offer one-off services, all within this beautiful crafted native app, um, and then people could subscribe to them, people could you know buy the one-off products and then be behind those payments was then the services so video content uh, a wall for community a community wall for all the subscribers to you know be part of a group and stuff um now it wasn't you know it wasn't like we were the, the first to to do this you have uh companies like patreon that's what i was gonna say who yeah. are very similar Patreon, though, were very, very web-centric, um, and that's because they are more long-form video. So Patreon was founded by musicians originally, and the musicians... Um, the founder is so wacky. I absolutely love his Instagram <laughs> because it's... Yeah. So many, like you guys, so many ideas. Yeah. yeah. So they, 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 they were musicians who were getting, you know, sizable views on their YouTube channel, but getting absolutely nothing in return. They were getting pittance for sizable views and they were like this isn't right so they they, they patreon was founded and, and built upon the fact that they wanted musicians to put their content on there and as a result they would get direct to consumer funding through subscriptions but when we were looking at the competitors out there so patreon um there's also buy me a coffee which is more of a tipping platform you look at patreon they go right well what what is it that they do and what is it where they're failing or, or what what the what they're not providing and with patreon it was solely subscription it was heavily web-based they have an app as a viewer but it's not really for it doesn't accommodate for short form yeah. video or anything it's it's all long form you know they have a vimeo integration which is where you would post your videos so we were like we've got our appeal to the one the short form uh, market but also just a simplistic app that because 90% of people or even more are on the smartphones and that's how they're consuming it's also how they want to post yeah um so, so true now that you say it I'm, I'm sort of thinking where do I actually consume patreon it's always on a desktop never on my phone yeah and we are constantly on our phone so yeah if Perfect. I was like, if I was to ask you both now what your screen time is yeah. weekly, it will put, you know mine mine over the last couple of weeks has been six hours a day, and that is you know that's because you don't use the laptop for porn though as well. Well, I'll say yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> that's quite yeah yeah. There's, there's a, yeah there's I can't a good get off it. There's a good late <laughs> for it. Um, but yeah, so you know we're we're constantly on these smartphones. So we the, when we were like brainstorming all these ideas, it was like right, it needs to be an app, has to be an app. We have to have content. We have to have seamless payment um, facilities where you can see a, a, a balance. You know, you can see a, a real time. You know, when someone subscribes, it tops your balance up. You have cash out options. So we were like, we know what we're doing now. And then from there, when you have your idea, it's then about because I'm not a, I'm not a developer. Lee isn't a developer. We then need one funding for this idea and two find a reliable. Uh, App co a, a, a reliable tech partner who can believe in what we're trying to do, understand what we're doing, and give us the best third-party integrations to 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 make this happen. So um, we, you know, we we were pretty confident we could get the money because of you know concept where we lived is quite an affluent area. Um, Lee had some really high-end clients, and and one of our one of our good friends, John, he. 
we'd mentioned this idea to him early doors and he was he was like i i, I think i get it like, i understand what you're trying to do let me speak to a couple of my friends in the tech industry and i'll i'll uh uh we'll go from there so he, he'd mentioned it to a few people and they were all like this sounds really good i want to be involved so we went through a few like bad matches um and then we had a, another shareholder come in who was part of a tech company who basically had 80% of what we wanted already built. So we were like, this is a match made in heaven. We've got a mutual shareholder. We've got uh, a tech company who've, who've got us, got 80% of what we require built. We just need to, you know, refine that, add to it a little bit. But what we wanted, obviously, at the time, because of lockdown, is we wanted speed to market. We were really like, we were like, we have to act on this now because if we get this boom, we get users and people, we can be, we become rela that reliant uh, platform, then we can really, you know, we, we can demonstrate we've got all these users within this time. They're all using it. This is the amount of subscribers each one has. And then off the back of that, we could then raise money at a higher valuation and then we could really like send this Scale to the moon. It, yeah. Um, so we, we needed speed to market. And along the way in developing, you then start to realize how difficult it is to build a widespread platform for absolutely every single person in the world who are content creators. You start going, oh. Right, everyone's, so, got the, everyone's got their own little nuances, haven't they, and their own little requirements that yeah, are unique and, to them. And, and the things yeah. that you think, on the, you know, on the, at the very start, you're like, right, we want to create an app. It needs video capability. It needs payment capability. It needs a, a wall. So you're saying all these things to the, the app company and then they're, they're, they're going through a, a user flow of, right, I am user A. What, what happens now? What happens now? So you have to go through all these stages and then you have to then think, right, well, we're an app. So we're going to be on the Apple App Store and we're going to be on Google Play. What are the laws here around, around this? What are the payment laws around this? And then you start, so I become an expert in Apple and Google policies because I was up <laughs> at two in the morning. I'd ring him in the morning and go, he'd be like, Where we, what's, what's, what's going on? I was like, I've been up all night reading Apple's uh, payment laws. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus. Um, but you have Meanwhile, I've got eight coffees booked in with eight women personal trainers yeah. to tell about the app. <laughs> yeah. Living my so, dream. <laughs> so we were, so we, we have very different, obviously, jobs. Mine was like, let's get this app done and let's get it built and let's get it speed to market and Lee's was let's get the people on there so he was then selling the app to people getting the creators on there you know getting to really buy into you can't have one without the other can you exactly no, yeah they both, go, they both go hand in hand yeah so but... um so we got to, we get to a point where you know the we get to a testing period of the app um and by this point we're way over in terms of time we wanted to launch in like end of well, it's October, November 2020, and we're now in May yeah. 2021. So it's, you know, the, it's moved on. And as time moves on, you know, you, you then start going, okay, well, we're going to have to refine this a little bit because what would have worked a year ago now doesn't work now. So we need to refine this a bit. So we ended up launching in June 2021, and we had an unbelievable response. We had like... We, we, when we put the app on the app store and we'd put on our socials, it's, it's available. And we got a few, you know, people to share that it was available and we had this video made and stuff. 
we were watching uh Apple and Google downloads, and they were just like... At over 2,000 in 24 hours. Yeah, and we were like, wow. And then we've got, all of a sudden, overnight, 60 creators of one day, and we're like, wow, this is amazing. And then we start getting paying subscribers to these creators. But meanwhile, the decisions that you make in a, in a build of technology, you know, when you start actually, actually having real-life users, and we've done, we've done testing, but test environment is not a real environment. Yeah. You won't know until it actually is live. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got a lot you, of people on exactly. there at the same time. And... So it starts with video capability. So we were like, we can we can probably go up to 20 minutes of video capability per person. But pre-recorded. Pre-recorded, yeah. Um so what so when that starts to happen and people are looking to upload sizable videos, you then think, well actually they're uploading from the phone here and they're uploading a 10 minute video takes ages to upload. And then that's, you know, if someone's doing that and then someone else is doing that and then a hundred people are doing that, it's really going to bring down the, the performance of the app. Mm. So we started, we, we were like, okay, from, from the very start, we were like, this, this video duration is, is off. And it, in some aspects, it just wasn't uploading. There was, um, we had, uh, They'll remain nameless, but um, we had some celebrities who used used our app. They would, you know, they'd give it the big sell on their socials, and this is like five million people they have in as their audience, and they'd not even listen to what we'd said. So they they're trying to upload our video. An hour beautifully crafted video on Premiere Pro. That they're then going, <laughs> how do we get this onto our phone? And we're like, what? You can't upload an hour video. And then they promised in this like secret group that they'd generated on Instagram that we're going to have our videos on classified and this, that, and the other. It's going to be AK. great. Yeah. Yet. And we're like, yeah. we're like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. So video capability quickly become a, an issue. And we're like, we, we have to have a third party integration. We we can't take on video capability because also with that, you get charged per viewer per. So let's say you've got 10 creators, they upload a 10 minute video each and they have a hundred subscribers each. So we, the way you pay for video is per viewer per minute. Wow. So that can rack up rapidly if every single one of their subscribers is your next idea a video platform <laughs> is that what it is? Um, i've so had that, three ideas since we've been uh, sat yeah. here for the past hour <laughs> so that that that, that, that become problem number one right and, and again we, we we did a load of testing with this and, and it worked fine but in a test environment and you can stress test it, it it's not the same because users are used to I'm clicking this, it uploads and it goes on there. Works. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. YouTube, it, it, it works. So you ha your level has to be there, otherwise people will switch off. Yeah. You, you can't plan and strategize for somebody going, I want to upload a 4K video that's an hour long. Yeah. Until that actually no, happens. Exactly. And, one, and, and users, like as much as you drill it home and as much as you do as many... Um, explanations via video content or written content as you like they will do what their behavior tells them to do so you know and their human behavior at that time based on the apps that they were using is i've uploaded this 
I click this and it goes goes on there. Boop. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, in order for you to, in order for you as a platform to provide that boop, it, that takes real refining and real capabilities and real back end power. Yeah. And we just And money. Yeah, and money. And as a startup, you know, we 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 probably put it out to far too many people too quick. So we had a couple of Man City footballers um, put it out there for us. And, and that goes that, to the masses. That goes to the masses. So on day two, we had 800 downloads from Algeria. <laughs> wow. Um, That's a start I didn't expect you to drop. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, shit. And then, and then so the, the problem that stems from that is then your payment provider as well. So you've, you know, we've decided we're gonna take on a hundred percent of payments and we're gonna distribute them accordingly to our creators. Terrible mistake. What we should have done is is had a third party integration like Stripe that splits the payment at the point of sale. So we just take our cut and then it mm. goes into their Stripe. Otherwise wallet. you would have I guess you'd have to do it yourself manually. Which is oh, exactly. <laughs> Here but, it comes. but what? So what? If you, if you can master that payment structure in the back end, mm -hmm. your valuation of your company will fly through the roof because you've got capabilities that are really difficult to do. Yeah. So if you're managing 100% of your money and then distributing it seamlessly, your 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 value you're as a company control, you're in control, aren't you? Yeah, that. in complete control, and and the, your actual monetary customers are your own. So when we were doing this and when we were looking for a, a payment partner and along with the advice of the tech company, this wasn't a problem, apparently. Um, but then as you start to process payments and as you start to all of a sudden get payments from Algeria, from Canada, from Cameroon, from everywhere you can think of, mm. like France, they all fall under different tax laws. So, and and the way you have to do your tax on a platform like like ours, which is worldwide, and you pay, you're processing payments from all areas of the world, is it's where the user is. That's the tax law falls on the payee. It's not, so it's not even where you are or where your business is based. It's literally from the. From the user, so yeah. User so, location. so you, like we had a someone, a subscriber from Norway, right? Norway have like I think their tax is like twenty eight percent or something. So that transaction, that singular transaction to that creator, we have to factor in the fact that we have to account for that twenty six percent of that transaction. So you then have to you, the the complexities are just like oh my god yeah what? you're not you not just an app you are a payment provider really yeah and now and and the and the payments company so they'll process your payments they'll just you know whatever amount it is that they're that the the creator is set the payment provider will process that payment and then they'll take their payment fees which is something like one point five plus twenty p. Um, but when you then, so then they, they'll give you a hundred percent of the money and then they'll give you a bill at the end of the month. So they'll go, we've processed these, this amount, this is our fee. We're going to take this on the fourth by a direct debit. Fine. But then you get a hundred percent of that money. So their, their work's done. It's your responsibility then to, a, to have a system in place to account for all your creators 
And the way we did that was, so each creator when they opened an account would be assigned. And you had an Excel sheet with everybody. (laughs) So you, you, you create this Excel spreadsheet (laughs) that, that is, that, that assigns a number to these creators. So 0001, 0002. And then when a transaction happens on the payment provider, it attaches that number. So let's say someone charges 15.99. There's been a 15.99 transaction to create a 0001. So we'll have that information and you can, that's quite an easy part, you know, association of numbers. I mean, you've, you've definitely put me off. Yeah, <laughs> but you can see. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You can see the undertaker. Me- basically, gets messy. Yeah, yeah, and you can Massive see that way. you're trying to create a worldwide platform. You dr- you've dreamt big, and you've gone. Okay, well, we've got the valuation mm. of of our company and, and whatnot. And if we can master all this, it's going to be worth something. But where it all falls down is if the user experience is slacking because of it, then people are going to switch off. So whilst all this was happening, we were then going to the tech company and going, we've got this problem, this problem, and this problem, and this problem. We understand it's going to cost money. We need it fixing. And they, the back fell out. To put it, uh, yeah. they were like, what have we taken on here? Mm. You know, it was, and, and then that's what, what kind of, when it's, when everything's going all well and you, you know, you, you're dreaming big and you've all got this common goal. Um, and this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. The everyone's, back end of that is just so different. Everyone's enthusiasm is through the roof. They're looking forward to because they're the tech provider. And we're, we're saying we've got this great marketing group because of the contacts that mostly Lee has, has, has generated, they're going to be putting our platform out there. You know, it's got powered by that platform, yep. that, that all provider. The, all the ingredients are there, aren't they? Yeah. So, but, so that everyone's excited. We're building to this moment. You know, everyone's enthusiastic. They can't do enough for you until the point where things start to go wrong. And then you've got me and Lee going, okay, it's a problem. No problem. We'll find a way, find a solution and we'll fix it. And we'll, whatever we need to do, we will do. How and long do you do that for? Is that, does there become a point when you have to go? Well, yeah, it we, becomes. We need to, we need to stop. We're going down a road that is just all yeah, just never pulling that rabbit hole. Like, yeah, yeah, so never but, get out but of. like, so the, the payments uh, issue and the video issue is solved by, okay, we, we stop what we're doing with that and we, we get actual third party integrations mm-hmm. in there that are best in class that makes the user experience seamless. We get that it costs money, let's do that. But then that becomes an undertaking for them that they're like, oh, you know, well, we've got this on, we've got that on. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like you have got some service level guarantees here. And then it becomes messy. And then it becomes, you know, oh, we thought we were just making this to, yeah. you know, so this your relationship's point, really under strain here, isn't it? And massively. And then, you know, be careful what I say here, but like, it, it it didn't, it, you know, we went like that. Yeah. So then we have to then go as a company. Okay, well, you know. We know what we worked kn- and what didn't yeah, work. Yeah, we know that this worked really well because we had we had mass users. We had, we were processing payments. So we, we in terms of te- saying what worked and what didn't, we'd really honed in on what really did work. Um, and, and what didn't work, we had we, we knew what the solutions were. Sam, um, Sam, 
So, Igor, <laughs> Studio Ninja. Yeah, let's just talk. Let's talk a little bit about our sponsor. And I was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because I really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business. And yeah. one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need somebody that's going to help me just you know perform some of the admin tasks? And when I looked at it, and I re- it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for? I realised that I don't actually do much admin. Yeah, and I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah, everything's automated. Yeah, my invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out. Email templates. Cha- email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah, everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway. So it kind of defeats the whole point of a VA. So for me, it is a very integral part of my business. Yeah. And I think when you're running a business, you're self-employed like we are, mm-hmm. you know, being efficient, yeah. being productive, making sure that things run in the right order. If you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task, you have to say to yourself, why am I repeating this? Automate it. Um, and if you can automate it, then that's it. And that's really where Studio Ninja fits in with me and my business. And they have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So yeah. what's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So... It's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. Um, and and what didn't work, we had we, we knew what the solutions were. Um, well, this is just like it's moving into the second launch, isn't it? Like no no launch of any product or services. Yeah, right off the bat. And, and, where, think, yeah. and where we found we failed, not failed, but like in terms of failing fast in certain areas. We found that putting it out there to, what was it, over 30 million people? Over 30 million people in one fell swoop is probably not the best idea when you're a, when you're a startup company. Because but then we'll never make that mistake again now. Yeah, no. because you inevitably get mass demand very, very quickly. Yeah. And especially in the space of tech where... This is monetizing tech. So you're providing a, a platform that people are like, well, if it's if it's that simple to open an account, it's that simple to post, it's that simple to receive payment, I'm interested, I'm, I'm invested. This is what I've been looking for. And the amount of times that Lee would go out and sell this to whoever, and they'd be like, oh, it's the platform I've been waiting for. So we were like, we're, we know we're onto something, but we just have to refine it. So where, where does it sit now? So now it sits now with, we're no longer with that tech partner. Yeah. And we've got a new tech partner who, who are very, very capable. And they're based in the Ukraine. So that didn't help at the start of uh, yeah. last year. But they they moved um, to Poland and they still, you know, they still operate. They've got a great body of work. And we've completely refined the app. We've actually rebranded the app now. It's not called Classified anymore. It's called Zio. Um, and now we're in the process of building again. So... We're building on everything that we've learned. We've also moved it along slightly with the times. Um, so now we're at a point where we build again. We build to a launch. We don't put 30 million people <laughs> on it from, you know, 30 million eyes on it from day one. And then we- be gradual. Yeah, and, 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 we've, and that's kind of what we've tried to implement with the clothing brand. Like we've got, we've had some big names posted but it's a product at the end of the day and it's you, a lot different than yeah. tech tech is a tech is all about using it um and time spent on the app 
and because that will inevitably bring you ad revenue if you can hold an audience for a certain amount of time and that is you know why facebook it's why why your screen time is so high and why mine's so high is because these these platforms they're in the attention economy it's called and the attention economy is all about grabbing your attention it's all about sending him a push notification saying that someone's liked his photo because that'll mean he'll open the app up again and he'll spend more time on there and when we've got him we'll then feed him ads we'll then feed him content that he wants um so so yeah so we we know what we have to do now we've got a great tech partner we brought in uh, one of our good friends ben who's really strategic um a lot more than than me and that uh, i'm you like to and you are quite myself. strategic already <laughs> yeah uh, but he's like he's really and, and and he does this for big blue chip companies so um you know he's been a, a great use what was the conversation like between you two when it was when you were having those troubles did there come a point when you were like did you consider walking away from it or was it was there always that steadfast strong belief that this this is just the part of that process and we need to go again i think you, you so you get to a point where the version that you've got you you like it works it just doesn't there's areas that don't work in it and we've got people on there we've got great use cases so we've got uh, a a chef who has gone on there she started live cooking classes through through a zoom link um, but the payment process through there and a community group is on is within our app so they're all talking they're sharing recipes and stuff like that great use case so when we when we need to provide a use case she benefited from it and there is 10,000 of her like this so there's there's just one snippet of a of an of a user that we can have and if we get 10,000 of her you then get a million of people mm. following so you, you know the the possibilities are endless you just have to get the tech right um so what although we failed again in certain areas what we have got from that is that we have got great use cases of these users who who really benefit from a platform like that I mean, um, the app the app will only succeed if it succeeds for its users exactly exactly that. Yeah. yeah as simple as that yeah and it has to be simplistic so even to the point of uh, a sign-up process nowadays because of the such the rate technology is evolving if you think of payments for example i don't know if you do any online shopping on your phone but if you do if you don't have apple pay or, or google pay yeah. you're like oh <laughs> gotta put my card in oh what ball ache like that is the standard now that you have to be across the board yeah. so in uploading a video making a payment that they all have to be really seamless or people just switch off and that's just the relationship that we now have with these devices is that everything has to be snappy yeah otherwise it, you're not going to compete so we know that and we know the we know the best third party integrations we know the best we know human behavior um, of, of just through use of a smartphone, what human behavior, what, what, what trigger points we need to have in order to make it an enjoyable sign-up process, um, an immersive one. So we're there now. We're there with our prep. We're there. We've got it all mapped out. We've got the tech company. Um, we just need to start, and that requires a little bit more money than we've got at the minute. Yeah. 
I'm excited for you guys because it's such an interesting world and so different. But at the same time, um, you two f paired together are literally perfect for it, really. And I wanted to hear from you, Lee, really, in the sense of how do you find it in terms of getting people in and selling the vision for it, really? How does that come natural to you? Um, I think um, it does when you believe in a product yeah. so much. Um, and I think I'm quite, quite naturally a good salesman anyway. Um, so that, yeah, that comes very, very natural to me. So when it's come to getting people on the app, sitting done that, I've got a big contact list. I know a hell of a lot of people. So I, I, with going back to the app, I could pull a personal trainer, a yoga instructor, a school teacher, a dance teacher, a therapist, and I go, this is what we've got. This is what you can do. And they were all like, wow. So then you've got the product there and I've got the, the, the knowledge to get it out to them and the the enthusiasm and it's been pretty much the same with the clothing as well the product on the clothing is insane so it's one thing putting on your instagram we've got tracksuits available or it's another thing going seeing a celebrity giving them the tracksuit to put on and they're like wow what have you created here it's two completely different yeah two completely mm. different scenarios so what i what i bring there is the the enthusiasm and the the contact list which is again it's just how it works you can't downplay the value of a contact list like oh, that. massive no. you can't if you don't have users or, or don't have eyes on your product who's going to know about it yeah especially in this in, in, <clears throat> i mean we've talked about it previous in previous episodes about how you know instagram and facebook has changed massively now like the Everybody goes on about reach and their like their growth struggling and stuff. It's well, it's because you're not paying for it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've even found just even just being on it for a lot, like you know, even if you create lots of content, it's still really hard to just get that. Yeah, get you that still movement. got to get the eyes you, on it. Like the yeah. only way that you can do it quickly now is by giving your money mm -hmm. to the, to that company. That's what they want. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it does work. Yeah, it does. You do get. You know, and obviously, the more money you put in, the more eyes that see your product, the more followers you get, yeah. the more more sales it, you get. Yeah, so simple as that. Yeah, and and with the with those platforms, if you're not on those platforms, if you're not on your Instagram, if you're not on TikTok, if you're not on Facebook, you're not on LinkedIn, then you're doing yourself short. You have to be across the, to in order to sell a product or sell a service nowadays. You have to be on these platforms, even if you don't. You're not a super user yourself. You have to give yourself the best possible chance of discovery. Yeah, TikTok's got all of you now, isn't it, Lee? Yeah, got just you. a tad. Yeah, <laughs> we talked yeah, about the doom scroll, didn't we, earlier? Yeah. before we before we sat down to chat. Yeah, I know it's uh, and it's the same with Instagram. You've got your you've got your search page, aren't you? Which everything comes up on there, and I wonder what is all this. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's madness. I'm like, how do I get rid of this and start following new stuff? Yeah. yeah. When you look at Lee's discovery page on Instagram, like, there's a common theme here, and it seems to be blonde women. <laughs> <laughs> They're all blonde with blue eyes. I'm like, I've not clicked on that many profiles, surely. <laughs> I need to figure out how to get rid of those. Um, let's, do, let's just do a little bit of a, a bit of an about turn and just talk about one thing that you'd, you'd mentioned earlier about um, your sobriety. Um, I saw you. I, you know, I followed you and saw you start that just over a year ago now. Yeah. And and I've I've had I've had other like friends of friends go through periods of like having like a month off or two months off, and I'm always kind of really admirable for it. Uh, personally, I don't see myself as a, a big drinker. I like I like a drink. I, I drink more for just the enjoyment of it rather than the actual yeah. kind of 
the, the drug side of, of alcohol. But where did that where did that decision come from for you, and and how how has the last year been as that's kind of played out? Um, so I've I've always enjoyed going out, and I've got a I've got a very you probably gathered I've got a big all or nothing personality, and that comes with everything in life, literally everything there is. Um, and alcohol was a big part of the all or nothing. Um, and nothing was ever enough. So I, I was, cause I played football. I've never drank in the house. That's never been a thing. I've never drank every day. That's never been a thing. I could go four, five, six, seven weeks without a drink. But as soon as I went out, going home at three o'clock wasn't enough. Going home at seven o'clock wasn't enough. Doing the full day the next day wasn't enough. Doing that night wasn't enough. So all of a sudden my nights out would become a Friday, Saturday into Sunday. And the decisions I was making during those two, three days were you would never ever make those decisions sober. Um, I won't delve too much into them, but you just you you wouldn't you, you would never do it, and you would then become embarrassed about what you've just done, which means that you've done wrong. If you don't want to shout from the rooftops about it, you mean you've done something wrong, and that was just happening more and more. And then the the past three years have, have, has not been a good three years since COVID and um, when Classified was born, I kind of moved all my PT clients across to the young lad that was working for me who was supposed to buy into the business. His words were, will they train with me now? So why would I give you money? And that was gone. Um, and then I found myself then when everywhere opened back up being invited to write, we're at the we're at the opening of the Ivy tonight, Lee. Perfect. I'd know everyone. I'd get invited everywhere. So I I wasn't looking at that as going to the Ivy and enjoying myself for a few hours. I was looking at that and going escaping what was going on for fifteen mm. hours. So everyone else would go home at one o'clock. I know loads of people in there, so I would stay out till five o'clock with them, six o'clock with them, seven o'clock with them. Everyone else getting up for work the next day. I was just an absolute mess because them problems that I was hiding from have not gone anywhere. Mm. They've, they've, they've yeah. if anything, they've gone. They've gone worse. Um, and you start you starting your week as well in that. You starting your like, week in a terrible, in a terrible. Awful state. You're putting, yeah, you, you know, you, 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 you're the driver at the back. You know, you're just about to start a Formula <laughs> One race, and you're at, right. You've put yourself in, but I've put myself there. That was the thing. So then a week could go by. I'd get back on my feet. I'd be back in the gym. I'd be working, and then it would be me coming out tonight. We've got such a thing on, and I'd be like. Fucking, yeah dead right I am because mm. I'm having a I'm in a shit storm at the moment and I want to forget about it so I'd go yeah. out and then the three days again and I'd bring Ryan in a mess and blah 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 so what was the what was the check what was the turning point for that what the turning point was, was, was it like a really clear defining moment when you were like this this can't yeah 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 so um a few things had happened not last year the year before um one of which I started actually seeing a girl that I really liked, um, which is very rare for me because of how how fussy I am. Um, and she'd kind of work weekends and she'd come over on the Sunday morning and I'd be on over and wouldn't do anything. Me at that time was like, I'm going out, I'm a single, I'm, I'm, you, you're working and look, looking now, it wasn't the right thing to be doing. I finished that because I had so much going on. Probably wouldn't have finished it if I wasn't going out every other weekend and so on and so on. And then, 
I was in a really dark place for six months, but I'd go out into where I lived and I'd bump into everybody. I'd be like, you're all right, you're good. And, and be a completely different person behind a closed door. And then it got towards the end of the year and I was like, I'm, I'm done with drinking. Like, I don't want to go out. And then it came to New Year's Eve and a few friends were like, we're going to London. Anyway, pushed it too far that night. Um, a, a few things had happened. And then I, I then got back on the train after not going to sleep. I met friends on a train. I got showered and went straight back out another 18 hours again. Long story short, I'd spent the last 300 pound in my bank account. I'd ended up with nothing. I'd started the first of Jan, the second of Jan, because the first of Jan I was having a ball because I was still out. Second of Jan, I'd, I had been <clears throat> in this big, beautiful house in Wormslow. Couldn't pay for it. Couldn't pay for my Range Rover on the drive. Um, an incident had occurred in, in London and I was like, I rang Ryan up and said, I'm done. I'm like, I'm coming away from it. I've tried to control my drinking for the last 10 years. I will come out just for a few hours tonight. 20 hours later, everyone else is cracking on with a day I'm still getting in. So I've tried to do that for years and mm. years and it, and it suddenly hit me that this all or nothing mentality, the, the alcohol had to be the nothing side of things instead of the all. Yeah. So I spoke to Ryan, spoke to a couple of mates, and they were like, "Look, you've you've just had a bad experience. You've had a bad three years. You, you, you remember just... that chat? Well, I've had a million of these chats, right, with him, um, because I would see, I know the real like him, um, and like we'd be sat in a a cafe, and he'd be close to tears, like filling up and whatnot. And the minute someone walked in who he knew, boom." this are you all right yeah good mate you and you're like it's not sustainable mm. it's just not sustainable to like you know they're coming in thinking lee what a happy guy what a thing and in reality he was really really struggling is um when he was when he was going out you know i'd i'd rarely go out because i've you know, I've got a family and stuff, but I, w I would, you know, I'd go out now and again, and I, I, I would get swept up in it as well. I'd get in at six a.m. Get a right bollocking off page, um, but I, I like that six a six a.m. was my cutoff, which sounds ridiculous, but like I would go home and he would carry on for days on end, um, and we were in the car one time towards the end of his drinking, um, where he said, I said mate, you can't go out this weekend. Like, you're skint. Like, how are you going to afford it? Because he, as, you know, he would be the first to admit, he weren't spending 20 quid. You know, he was spending sizable amounts of money. And uh, I said, well, this, this is minimum 200 quid this night out that you're going to go on this weekend. And he was like, I'm already uh, in the shit. What's another 200 quid going to do? And like, for for... Like he he'll relay that back to me now, won't you? And go what, way of what, at things. what the hell was yeah. I thinking? That's two hundred quid. I, I didn't. I, I had that. I could have to give away to. Yeah, um, but like the the change in him is just. Yeah. That was gonna be my next question. Was like how? Oh, like night and day. So I was yeah. I was adamant then that was done with it and yeah. I was never returning to it. And people were like, "Look, just have a couple of months off. You'll be all right. You've yeah. just had a bad few years. You've had a bad." Yeah you've had a bad December, you've been out a lot, your head's up your ass, And I was like, I'm done. Like, I, this is me done. And uh, and they were like, you've got such a thing on in February. Will that be like, will it be difficult? And I was like, no, because I don't drink no more. 
So that's how adamant I mm. was. And uh, I don't actually, when you actually strip it down, I'm the most confident person who loves dicking about all the all the day anyway. I don't actually need it. Like, what do I need it for? So I started to go out for meals and then go to bars and stuff and just still have an absolute ball just on water. So I was like, I don't even need it anyway. And then you do have your moments where you're like, do you know what? Getting out of the house at midday with the lads, having a full day and night, look like ahead of you. You know, you're dressed up, you're looking mm. good, you're smelling great. I'm single lads, so you're chatting with people. Like you do have them days where you're like, I'd love to do that again, but the what the consequences of that, I would never ever put myself through it again. Mm. I just wouldn't do it. And uh, I'm at a stage now where I'm today's day 415. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm over 13 months into it now. Well and uh, thank well, you. Don't play that. That's, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. It's really. It's like, and it's it's. I think it's high a heightened achievement just because mm. of the person he was and yeah. the lifestyle that. You know, he's given up something that he genuinely enjoys doing, which is the social aspect of stuff. Mm. Um, and like now, although you know, there's um, he, although you know, there's, there's there's stresses in life, there's other things that, that that get you down and and whatnot. But now he's in a position where he's not in a terrible state on Monday, where he then has to like build himself back up he's at, he's he's up every morning he's at the gym he's you know he eats well he, he and, he, and he, he's found like new things in going on a walk and stuff and and that is a lot of problems just, don't go away but you just deal with them a lot better my alarm goes off at r4 every day I'm, I, and i don't i don't wake up tired like that's just my life for the past year you go that long without alcohol in your system that is just killing everything mm. that you just you've got this new lease of life and like i say i could go six seven eight weeks without a drop i wasn't an alcoholic but when i went i would be yeah and then the aftermath of that so i've gone three days mm. two and a half days of, of being out and then you just took you a week to get over that um and now i don't have any of that i'm seven days a week i'm myself i'm bouncing about seven days a week i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm start, present. Starting your Monday yeah. at, the front of the, at the front of the grid now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm present yeah. seven days. Yeah, exactly that. I'm I'm present seven days a week. I'm not I'm not missing it. And someone someone once said, "You're uh, do you not feel like you're you're missing out now?" Mm. And I've, I'm gaining. I'm gaining days. I'm gaining hours. I'm gaining family time. I'm gaining time with my friends. I'm like I've gone from maybe having Friday. Saturday, Sunday, and going and going out, and then being an absolute nightmare for a week because my head's up my ass. To I could have an event now, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I, I make all three of them. I go to mm. all three, but I'm still up at six o'clock the next day and going to the gym, and so I'm, I've gained. Yeah. I'm gaining so much. Your output just maximizes so much I'm, more. Yeah, I'm, I'm like seven days a week. I'm present to work. Someone messages me at half eleven on a Sunday night. Can you get hold of S Club Seven tickets? through the concierge oh, yeah. business. <laughs> but because, well, yeah. S Club 7, I'm not a massive fan, by the way, uh, although they did sing some baggers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've just announced the tour. Mm -hmm. So that is actually, I'm getting loads of messages at the moment. Um, that's why S Club 7 <laughs> coming yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I'm responding at that at half 11 at night on a Sunday yeah. instead of going, I'll get back to that. So I've just gained so much more time. Yeah. And one thing I've, I've, 
I've opened up to, you know, 3,000 and odd followers on my Instagram. It's not a big following. But the response I've had of people wanting to talk to me, I had a, a girl who I used to train. She's been, she's 50 days yesterday or the day before, and she reports into me. She's like, Lee, I feel so good. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And all these people are reaching out to me and I'm helping them. But one thing I've never done is I've never preached that what you've just said, you don't need to come away from alcohol. You don't need to. Mm. Like you, you're under control. You like a few drinks and you'll go home and it won't affect anything. Ryan doesn't need to come away from it. I needed to come away from it because it was affecting so much more. The stupid things I was doing would have affected, if something would have happened to me, if I'd have been killed, like, and, and these, these are scenarios that could have happened. If I'd have been killed or I could have killed somebody else, that's, that's not only my life ruined, that's Ryan's life ruined, that's my mate Callum's life ruined, that's my mum and dad's life ruined, that's my sister's. Yeah. And that is enough now for me to go, I'm never touching the stuff again. Yeah. And and from a business are, partner's perspective, you have to, you, you, like, you have to peel those people off the floor when, when, they're, when they're entering yeah. the bin after a, a three-day bender. You, you know, you're like, oh God, please don't be rough, please don't be rough. Mm. Whereas now, never have to worry about that. You you just like okay, well I know that Lee's gonna be up at yeah. The confidence is there, isn't it now? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and I'm a better person for a future relationship. Like no girl wants me to say I'm going out for an hour and disappear for two days and not spend with her. And if I'm ever lucky enough to have a family, yeah. so it's it's benefiting things that haven't haven't even happened yet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's it for me personally, it just it it has brought so much so much to my life massively uh, and I love it I love I, I, I mean, it's an addiction <laughs> that's the that's the crazy yeah. thing not drinking is an addiction just as it is the the other way the other side yeah um, and those 200 quid benders are oh, a thing of the past no, that, was a, that was a the good monetary, night yeah, that yeah, was the, money, the monetary side I'd do 500 quid on a night out because my problem was as well I could drink yeah. So you could see me now, and then you could see me in fifteen hours, and I won't be much different. And he also doesn't go to your student unions either. No, no, I, can, I can imagine he's, uh, yeah, yeah. he likes the finer things in life. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, spending it's exactly an absolute, you yeah, 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 spending an absolute fortune. But yeah, for me personally, it's. Um, I wish I had a bigger audience because I, I never thought I would be speaking like this about it mm. because I've always been a very closed book with issues yeah. <clears throat> and Ryan said a few I don't, years I, don't even, I wouldn't even say this from like a patronising point of view but, I, but it is really admirable thank you like it's really admirable that you um, well that you've done it for starters yeah. yeah but then you're able to just come on a podcast and just tell people I mean no one watches this anyway so you're fine but <laughs> like, you know they, they will do, do when they see this face on it but yeah, they were <laughs> like Lee can you come on again next yeah, week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got a thousand new listeners in Algeria. Yeah. <laughs> and nine hundred and ninety eight of them are women. Yeah. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> Blondes. But the th- the thing is with I never realised how big it was what I was doing. I was two months in and people yeah. are going, That is amazing. And I'm like, that is mental to hear. Mm. Two months without alcohol is nothing. Is that how the UK is now? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Like that we can't go longer than two months without a drop of alcohol. Yeah. I was looking at that, I was like, that isn't that isn't a big thing, yeah. three months. And then people were talking to me and breaking down to me. I've got to come away from it, Lee. Like, yeah. can you help me? I've got to come away from it. Like, Lee, I've done three you weeks. You weren't seen the only one. Like, no, you'd no. have been going out with people that are probably masking that same yeah. problem and yeah. doing this exactly the same I, thing as you. For the, like, sorry, go on. I was going to say, because it is mental. Alcohol is the only drug that people, people can some, sort of like, 
come away from it and, and someone will question you why 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 are you not drinking it's Definitely, not as if yeah. uh, you're not taking paracetamol and, and i would yeah. question why are you not taking paracetamol yeah. we it's, it's we crazy. went out for a, a sober night out the other week uh, we went for some nice food we both drew, we drove into manchester went for some nice food we then went should we go should we go lively bar now see you know See, see it was what? me pushing it because yeah. I still love that environment. Yeah. I don't. So I, 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 I'm. If I'm in bed for half ten, next door revs the yeah. queue. Oh, right, yeah, um, yeah. So we, um, we, we were going to go in Albert Sloss, but the queue is around the around the door. So we were like, oh, we won't go there. Um, but yeah, I can go. I can. If I'm in bed at half ten, I'm a very happy man. That is where I'm at with my life. Um, but so we were like, right, let's go here. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get a few. Diet Cokes, and we'll 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 see oh, what laugh. it's like. We yeah, have a need, laugh. We've never needed alcohol to and have a laugh anyway. So we get in there, we're having a drink. It's it's pretty rammed, but then when you're sober <laughs> in that environment, you and, and you're both sober, yeah, yeah. so you know you know it's not as if he's drunk he or I'm drunk. Just everything, don't you? Oh like God. God, there's this like woman on the dance floor giving it like like <laughs> on, in her own world, yeah. like and then you see like lads who you know we we all done it, arms around each other, spilling the drink spilling everywhere, the drink. yeah, and then what we noticed was whenever anyone walked into the bar. You know, they'd walk in and then they'd open the door. As soon as they open the door, they go, <laughs> they just start dancing the way to the bar. And we're like, this is mental, isn't yeah. it, when you're sober? I always remember like, um, in my sort of late teens, early 20s, like having a kind of group of friends at the time that just yeah, like all did drugs. And I was the only one out of probably 12 people that never did. And I think it comes down to just those early times of like just seeing a few people doing mm. it and going, oh, yeah. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. You do, and it's going back to what I was what I was saying was realizing how big it is. I'd have a sit down with someone who was the fucking world was upside down. I've got to come away from it, Lee. Can you help me? Three weeks in, they'd be like, Lee, I feel amazing. Four weeks in, and then the fifth week, you on Instagram and they're out boozing and they, mm. they've lasted five weeks, and then it's not until you you see that more and more that you realize how big. Yeah. how big it is one of the lads who knows me quite well I saw him the 7th of January and I was and we, it was in a bar in the daytime and uh, no I was out having breakfast for a meeting and I was like yeah I'm done with drinking I'll never touch it again he was like I'll have your £500 bet and we shook on it in front of a load of lads and I bumped into him the other week and he was like I owe you 500 quid, don't I I was like no you don't just forget about it yeah. but just just to to know that like that's what I have I have done and yeah. you do you I speak to so many people who want to come away from it and they can't, they cannot do it. I wish I had 2 million followers on Instagram that I could help go through it. That is anyone's like you probably, me. You probably wish you did it five years before as well, didn't you? But yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what it is, isn't it? it yeah, it, do you know what? This is the it, this is the yeah, right timing exactly. for me. Now I've had some unbelievable times, you know, I've, I've done Las Vegas 12 times and I've had the best time of my life out there. And, <laughs> 12 like, times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. I've but, done it um, twice and I will never return yeah. like, on that type of holiday. So I've had the most amazing times, but this is the right time for me. Yeah. Um, you know. And like, just to bring it full circle to what we've been talking about before we got onto that is like the... You know, the benefit of your decision now on your business, mm. like really, Class Brand wouldn't have done what it's done recently. It wouldn't be a thing. Had it, it, well, it probably wouldn't. It yeah, wouldn't. It wouldn't be a sense. thing because the last twelve months, Ryan's not had the all the time to do what I've done on it. I've had to pull back, so it wouldn't be a thing. I've had to pull back on other stuff to work on it, mm. so it wouldn't be a thing, would it? It, no. would have, it would have been a let's pick that up and then two months later it was like where are you up to with them like, oh, I'll chase it up next week without with the zero alcohol the 
the class brand wouldn't be the the product it is now. Yeah, it wouldn't. Running running two startups means that you know you have to divvy it out, and you have to one has to be a, a driving force for a certain amount of time on it, and then vice versa. So you know when when building the product and when you know bringing that to life, that is all lead stuff anyway. When you want to get to the technical bit and when we need terms and conditions you know making and and, and websites Step doing up. and and you know coming up with a, like a business strategy and yeah again that's why it worked with both both the the, yeah. the app and the we was like look ryan's taking the massive lead on the app here um and but when 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 i'm needed i'm there and then with the clothing brand i've took the massive lead and it's got to the bits where i what i physically can't get my head around doing Ryan has stepped in and now yeah. we're that's why it's the perfect little little jigsaw but yeah it wouldn't I wouldn't be here now on it like if I was still going out and I don't know what kind of mess I would have been in to be honest yeah I don't think he would have been here if he would have kept drinking as in that's... the podcast not yeah. here as yeah. in well you don't know yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. know do you but no you no no I know I mean, the I know. stupid decisions I was making anything could have happened yeah yeah so um, but look, I've 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 got a grip on things, and I've decided to do. Like I said, I would never preach, but for me, I had to come away from alcohol, and I've made that decision. And I think my life from last year forwards now is going to will massively benefit from from that decision, and I feel quite strong about that. Yeah, so, it really comes across like your, your passion and, and enthusiasm is. Um, yeah, that's all or nothing, isn't it? Yeah, and, I'm like you know, that with everything, and you know, some things you, yeah, I'm proud to be all. And then some things you've got to look at and you're like, well, that's got to be nothing now. And mm. the alcohol had to be a nothing thing for me. And, and you know, this past year I've done weddings sober. I've done stag do's sober. And I've got a stag do in Ibiza coming up next this year. And I can't wait for it because I'll <laughs> I'll benefit from everything. Yeah. I'll be having a walk at seven o'clock in the morning and going for a coffee. And then I'll be going to the pool party at Ocean Beach. Absolutely loving life. So I've, yeah. I'm winning with everything. <laughs> yeah. And you haven't got the stress and drama of having to pick him up off the floor anymore, and exactly, yeah, you know, um, kind of frees your your mind and space up as well, doesn't it, to be able to kind of yeah, because it must have been draining, yeah, like because the I, I was just, I was speaking no sense, mm-hmm. not when I was drunk. I mean, like the the process behind doing it, yeah, like. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I've, I'm already short for bills next month, so I might as well go and spend another four hundred quid. I mean, what a mm. mental way of looking yeah, at yeah. it. Like, and it, 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 was just, it was an ultra defensive chat. So you couldn't like have that conversation because it was just like yeah it, it shrug it off. Whereas now but the decision like, had to come from you. That's yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It, it, um, from from my perspective, um, you know, he's 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 fresher now, and he's you know, it's it's one aspect that you never have to worry about now. And you when because he's come away from it, and because I rarely do it anyway, um, you can see how that behaviour towards alcohol is just so detrimental in every facet of life mm. um when you've got a relationship like, like i'm similar with with alcohol to him just not to the extreme that previously i wouldn't drink for three four months but then i would go out and i would get in at six in the morning but my hangovers because my body was like clean 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 what the hell are you doing like I would, you know, drink feel an it. astronomical amount to the point of I can't, I, I'm, I'm a mess. And then as a result of that, I feel dreadful for not just the day after, but like the week after. And I'm a terrible person at home. I'm just, I don't want to do anything. My enthusiasm for everything's gone. My, whereas flip that, now 
barely drink at all. If I do have a drink, I'll have one or two, and that's every couple of months. Um, but I'm banging to my running now, and I think that running has gives me the complete opposite. Like, now I can't go a day, really, without running. Because when I do run, and I get that sweat on, and I'm pouring with sweat, my enthusiasm for everything through the roof, my, you know, can-do attitude, all them, like, negative doubts and stuff, they disappear. So it's just, like, these positive behaviours that we all kind of mount up, they, they amount to something... Yeah, I don't think you ever get back from a run and go, oh shit, I shouldn't have gone. No, no you, you never like, regret it. And it's just getting out the door. Get out mm. the door, get it done. You get back and you're like, yes. All these um, people, like like for instance, she went my maid Lucy the other day. She did a, a talk on a phone like, I'm now 50 days. This is massive for me, blah, blah, blah. She drank every night and, and whatnot. And uh, she's had like 1,500 views of it. And she's like, she is just, she said, my work has been unbelievable. This has been unbelievable. That'll be unbelievable. Like, I'd be shocked if she ever went back to it now because all that, what now is unbelievable, you're, you're taking it away. Yeah. You're taking that enthusiasm away. You're, all the all these amazing feelings are because you've removed alcohol. Bring it back in, and you've lost all them amazing feelings again. And like I say, that's just a certain group of people. The people that push it to the yeah. next level. Yeah. Me, you, no, you'll never have that because you're you're in control and you can have a couple of drinks. And but yeah, there's there's different types of people when it comes to alcohol. And and I think a lot of people need to pick a lane to be in. Mine is. Man is the nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What does the future look like for you guys now? What, how do you sort of see the next sort of year, two years sort of playing out? I know with the class brand you talked about, it's the next drop, it's the next shipment. Yeah. So well, that's the that's the immediate uh, goal is to get this next next drop done. Hopefully, be as successful as the first one, um, and just keep building that brand. Keep you know keep introducing new products. Uh, keep getting a wider audience. Um, one thing we've done from the start, which we've been really happy with, is um, we're trying to build a community of, of of our customers. So that you know, we've said that anyone who bought the the first drop will get first refusal on all future products, and we want that to be the case. We you know, if if our demand goes up, we want the people from who were there with us from the start. Yeah, yeah to always be able to get a yeah. product, you know, because we work in drops, so there's limited numbers. We've purposely done that, you know, but the people who took a chance on us at the very start... Yeah, you don't forget them. Never forget them, because they're, they're, they're what got you to the dance. And when we, you know, hopefully in a year, two years' time, we're, we're flying and products are going out the door like that, you know, they will always have first refusal on a product. Um, and in terms of the app... We will build on what we know. Um, we will release that product at some point this year, and then we will we will grow that as well. And you know, well, one thing that we've found over the last couple of months is that people have started to come to us now with opportunities. Um, you know, do you, do you, will you two get involved in this, that, and the other? And you, you have to be wary of your time, and you have to go well, kind of commit because I'm because of the way we tick. You know, if we get passionate about something, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, rah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, all this enthusiasm and all this, um, you know, moving products forward and bringing things to life means that new opportunities arise as well. So we're going to make Zio and make the class brand a success. And then, you know, we'll we'll keep, uh, keep plodding on. 
It's amazing. You guys are so inspirational. It just makes it's you great. want I've, to. I love, love chatting to you both. I, yeah. I, knew it, I knew it would be good. So, you know, again, looking from the outside, it's just it's clear that you've both got a really good drive and yeah. ambition to, to go on to bigger and better things, but that you, you know, you, you're playing the long game about it. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I hope it. that you can, you know, I know like, you know, you're talking about being at the BBC and stuff, and I know that's, I'm sure there's a, an element of passion about that. I'm sure, well, you, know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm, you, you love that job, but yeah. also at the same time, like, just being able to get to that next stage where you can kind of step away from it just to give you I think if it, full time I, yeah. focus on I think things. if I wasn't so passionate about sport and that yeah. role, because it's, it's not work. And I don't mean that in the sense of the output. It is, you know, it's, it's tough being a producer. You, you know, you, it, it, if anything, it gives you the perfect foundations to be a business owner because you have to come up with an idea. You have to then completely map it out. You have to get contributors. So yep. I need a cameraman, I need a presenter, I need this, that, the other. Um, and then you start putting it together in the edit and then you get this final product, which you then put out to the masses. So it's perfect foundations for businesses. Um, and because I'm sport mad, I absolutely love it. And I think if I didn't love it, I probably would have just come away and gone, right, well, I am going to take a bit of a wage mm, from, yeah. from this, that and the other. But I am passionate about it. I do love what I do. And, you know, these at the minute are, you know, very much our priorities. Um, but, you know, we, we're not going to take out of the business until we, we, we need to. Um, so. Keep the graph going. Yeah. yeah. And you'll re and the way that we take, by the way, do like, because we've been on your podcast now, we'll push this podcast like mad because that's the yeah. way we, uh, we operate. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go away today and go right. Well, I, you know, I, I mean, that's obviously, that's great that you're going to do that. I mean, I think people will just take a lot of value from the conversation yeah, anyway. That's it, yeah. but, like, but we want to be the number one episode. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 we could just get a couple well, of the Man City players. Who's top dog at the minute? Yeah. Yeah. If we could just get a couple of the Man City players just to reshare it to yeah. their, yeah. their audience. Yeah, another idea is shot up in Algeria. But, yeah. <laughs> but again, you know, again, what we're doing, it, there's a lot of parallels. Yeah. yeah, we talked before we sat down about like what we're doing here and like that we're having to really like kind of lean into the process and going, no, come on, let's just stick with it. There's yeah. there's a an end goal here. Yeah, it's yeah not, of course. It's not just around the corner. It's no, around the corner, get, down yeah. the street, yeah. it's at the bottom of the road. It's like, you know, there's a lot of things that are having to chop in. We're, you know, we've talked on the podcast before about we wanted to try and launch um, an AGM, which is like a another general meeting, but like a big conference. And we're like, it's just not the right time yet. Yeah. So we're going to put that on the back burner and we're going to try and do other things that, will kind of drive a bit of revenue and income yeah. so that we can mm -hmm. then sustain this for another year to allow it to grow. Yeah. Um, and they're just the decisions that you have to make when you're in business. Yeah. Of course. I think one one reason why we, you know, were keen to come on as well is that we've, we've been asked to do other podcasts before um, that have been over Zoom and stuff. And, you know, what you've got here in the way that you shoot your podcasts and, yeah. you know, you've, you've clearly put a hell of a lot of time and thought into it um, you know, and the way that looks, um, I consume your podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. I like a visual podcast. Yeah. I know, I know. You mentioned and, to me a while ago that you like you were. Um, and the way, yeah, the way that you shoot it, beautifully done. It's appealing. Um, and then now we've got this boy's face. On and then well, yeah, we? yeah. And we call it the game changer. The, <laughs> the apparent <laughs> the money. Camera, the cameras haven't died yet. <laughs> um, so no, so the, you know, thank you for having us as well. Yes, yeah, no, we, definitely. We really enjoyed it's been good it. Seeing you. And no, it's been you. a pleasure. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure. We love to finish the podcast with 
our usual question of if you were to meet uh, a 14 year old Ryan and Lee what sort of advice would you give him nothing <laughs> if it was easy everyone would do it that's like that's exactly what I would say to one um yeah you've just gotta nothing's gonna fall into your hands you've just gotta go and get it yourself and uh don't feel sorry for yourself and just and put the effort in and stay stay true and honest to yourself definitely yeah mine's gonna sound really cliche but like just follow your passion um when i was 18 i worked in a bank for a couple of years um which was a a, i can see you behind a desk Uh, no it was a call center so it was like a team manager of of several advisors selling things not passionate about it in the slightest and it's shown because i was really like i hated it and then one day i was like i really i have to do something i'm passionate about and you know took the steps to try and get into sport television um that fortunately moved into uh, our local area um so you know and, and and doing something that i've loved to do for this many years and then now we whenever we do something now we're really passionate about it and we love doing it it's just What's the best that saying you find a job yeah. you love and you'll never have to work a day in a your day life. life yeah yeah it's not there's there's nothing more true and if you can earn money from your passion then you know it, it gives you great foundations life, yeah, of life happiness. short isn't it you know, life short to uh, the idea that you could just, you know, a lot of people do it. A lot of people sit behind that desk because it brings in their regular salary. Yeah. But they start the week thinking about, oh, God, how long Sunday, that Sunday yeah. night. Oh, my God, it's work tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I was chatting to somebody. I was chatting to somebody the other day. I can't remember who it was, but he said his dad used to, like, on a Sunday evening, would go and like, he'd, he'd have, like, a Sunday night, big Sunday night drink just to try and take the edge off. Being Monday morning again. Yeah, because it was the yeah. Monday morning dread. Uh, and and you know like, I just can't imagine living like, like I go I go to bed on a Sunday I'm like right five a.m. Yeah, alarm look forward. I'd love yeah. to be like I'd love to get up at half four in the morning I, I I don't have it in me to do that um, but on a Monday I'm like five o'clock right boom I'm in the office and I love sitting brilliant in the I love mm. the, the great studio. great way to start you the know? week it's the um, most, it's it's the best way the best way to start a week it really is it really yeah. is yeah. <laughs> thank you so much guys you've been no thank absolutely you for having us. I, was to, I was trying to think of some sort of. Uh, some summarizing words but yeah. i'm just no it's I've, I've really like thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you both yeah um you both should be incredibly like proud of what you're doing thank um, you and just yeah i'm just looking i'm just i mean we say about everybody that comes on yeah. don't we? but I'm, you know again just very excited to see where so, it goes appreciate um, that no and thank you for having us again it's been a uh, really enjoyable thank you so we're gonna get a cup of tea yes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. thanks thank guys you. oh no, no where do people follow you Oh, Let's sorry. So we're at, <laughs> at the class brand at zio.app and then mine is at Ryan Evans TV. Yeah. And at the class dot Lee. Um, that's stuff. Instagram. Um, but that's our main, main pages. So you'll find every other page uh, through that. Great stuff. Thanks, boys. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks for your time. Bye bye. Cheers, guys. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.